0: Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draker with this Dream House here along with Chef Mark and Kevin Kissinger brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. This Dream House, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home. We're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We're also going to navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by email at thisdreamhouse at com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at This house, and we'd love to hear from y'all. Okay, you guys, look, man, it is December, and um, we're always excited. I mean... I got two questions for you guys today. All right. And help me settle this, because I battle this at home, okay? When did you start to, uh, when was it appropriate to either start decorating or talk about Christmas? What's, what's the appropriate time frame for you guys?
1: I, I think it's December 1st to January 3rd. And that, wow, uh, and, a, and, a, and a second longer is too much for me. All right. Well, no, I can get that because that's like the week after Thanksgiving. The, yes, and also in the restaurant business, it starts two weeks before Thanksgiving and sure. goes all the way through January. Right. So now that I don't work in restaurants anymore, I still feel I still have some some. So your house, some, you're not
0: some... dec- You're not putting up a single decoration. Nothing before December one.
1: Oh no, my house looks like Christmas. Uh, Christmas vomited all over my house, uh, starting weeks ago. So. I, I'm just saying what I would prefer.
0: Right. But the uh, reality so is... So you didn't have the
1: choice on that one. No, is no, that, I have no So choice. I wonder who
0: that was, uh, uh, Chef. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm almost afraid to ask Kev here. All right, Kev, I, I got a hunch you do like... Do you like do zero decorating or do you like carry the tree up for your parents? It's pretty much carry the tree up. So when when for you, in your mind, is it appropriate and do you start
2: to think, hey... Christmas. I will say my mom and stepdad put up decorations. They might have already put them up uh, back in November. Right. Okay. You know, so they put it up possibly right before Thanksgiving. They're And they're putting decorations out, like the tree outside and all sure. that stuff. Yeah, that's impor- appropriate. I get that. I'm with that. The day after Thanksgiving is appropriate yeah. to start I'm talking raised- Christmas. No, watch this. When do you start buying your gifts, Kev? Oh my gosh! There was one year. It was Christmas Eve. I was still going. You were at the yeah. gas station. Had you, <laughs> <How'd> you even started? <laughs> had you even started buying a Hess truck? I was, I was actually at the mall. Do you remember Hess that's trucks? A disaster.
0: Time? Were you around when Hess trucks were hot for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. I always had to get no. your kid a Hess truck. No, no. that's too. Much, that's you're, you're a lot younger than that. I get yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I can. You know, okay, guys. Those that know me and follow me, either on face. Well, really, it's Facebook. I don't do too much personal stuff on Twitter, but. I start counting Christmas. I literally put the Christmas countdown uh, the day after Christmas from the prior year. So I, that's where I kind of start my really? Christmas.
1: 364 I,
0: days. I, it's the first post that I make on December. Uh, uh, actually, sometimes I post it on the evening of the 25th. <laughs> you know, right. that you got 300. Now, that being said, I think it's appropriate uh, anytime. Um, Thanksgiving week, it could be before, it could be a little after, but right there, I think before December 1, everything needs to be up as far as I'm concerned. And uh, yeah, I, I start, and I've learned, unlike you, Kev, you're younger than me, I learned get Christmas shopping done earlier because I, I used to thrive on the
2: stress of, yeah, I'm out there in the last minute, now I hate it, so I try to shop really early. I, I'm starting to do stuff way earlier now. Well, that's good Because I, I got to the point, I'm like, if I just see something, even if it's July, just buy it. Because it's not going to be there come Christmas time. Yeah, and, and then you'll want it. And you'll drive yeah, yourself crazy trying exactly, to find it. I exactly. See, that's
0: just it. Yeah, so less stress. Okay, with all that in mind, guys. Yeah. You know, we had done an episode one time, and we had to throw our beloved uh, loved ones uh, under the bus for the worst Christmas gift we ever got. Now, Chef, you didn't get to partake in that. Okay. Uh, good. Uh, but John Higgins did. And it was, uh, it, we had a brutal conversation, but it was funny. And I thought this year would be appropriate to say, okay, and this has to be uh, 16 years
1: old or less. All right. Okay.
0: What was the best gift you ever got?
1: Well,. Uh, I got this Hot Wheel track when I was like six or seven and it like it pulled out and it, it had like a wheel it re- retract oh, yeah, yeah. and you could make a loop or have it go up or down the sofa and uh, the reason it's so memorable for me is because years later and it was spring loaded you'd load up the Hot Wheel car and you hit a button and it would zing my nieces and nephews are playing with the thing. They Still. found it and dragged it out of some closet, and they're playing with it. Look at this antique. And, no. <laughs> and I missed it so much, I actually wrapped it up and took it home. Did you? What? Yeah. So I, you took it from your niece and nephew? Hell, hell yeah. And now yeah. they're looking for it. Um, you know, they were young. They they they, they have short-term memories at, at that point. But, um, yeah, because <laughs> they were so – I, I my parents – you like they, Scrooge. They, yeah, not Scrooge? Scrooge. So you like the uh, no, right. not Scrooge, uh, the Grinch. My my parents <laughs> worked up very the kids' toys and took it to get this gift for me, and I was so thankful for it. And then when I saw my grubby little sticky finger nieces and nephews playing oh, with Jesus. it, I had to get in. Hey, there. This was supposed
0: to be complimentary, Chef. You them, weren't supposed to be killing hey, your family didn't members. I gave them something to cry about, <laughs> right? uh, but, uh,
1: And that's why I, I love yeah. that gift so much. You are the Grinch. Yep, and it was fantastic. And thank you, mom and dad. Kev. Well, I think I was about seven or eight. And the crazy
0: thing, and I got to say this, Kev, you're a lot younger than us. It's right. probably going to be some like video thing that like wasn't like I got a I, VR
2: one time. Yeah,
0: like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for me, wait, wait till I tell you mine. Your you first like, really do, but Go
2: yeah. ahead. Go. Well, you guys act like I'm super young. I'm well, you are. I'm 29. That's young. too. You. young. Okay. I have a kid that's as old as you. But go ahead. So. When I was a kid, I, I used to collect the little football guys, you know, the action figure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what were those things called? Uh, they had a name for them, didn't they? Like a, a, a
0: name brand, right? They come in the they had cardboard top- package with the player and all that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah okay. like, like
2: tops or whoever, yeah, you whoever know. Whoever it was, yeah, okay. But they made, at the time, they made like eight teams, but they made all like five of them for like different players. So for like the Broncos, it would be like Elway, Atwater, Terrell Davis, you know, Bill Romanowski. And I had all the teams but the Broncos, and it was a Super Bowl team. And I remember getting to my last present, and like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, we couldn't find these anywhere. And now my parents seem to get me these. And next thing I know, it was like in a bigger box. And I opened the box, and there they were sitting in there. And I was like, nice. oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Do you still have them? I still have them. Are they? Were, did you keep them in the package like you're supposed to, and never open I, them? I, I did not. No, I, you I open play no, with them. Did your you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The nephews try I, playing with them? <laughs> no, they, they don't even
2: know I have them. <laughs> Kevin hid them from them. <laughs> yeah, <Jeff>. good. That's smarter. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was a smarter but, move. But I still got all
2: my action figures in boxes. I still have a lot in boxes and stuff. I'm going to be much more boring than
0: either one of you two could ever be, and it, I'm older than you guys. Yeah, so and it was so probably it's like, like your first high, engine I, or no, something. No, no, I got like a rock. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you'll play with it and you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Th- throw it at that fence. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it. Um no, but I would say it's either one um it was weird, right? You you had like today they got these traditional two-wheel bike. Chef, you'll appreciate it. Yeah. Bikes haven't changed much over the years, but I had gotten a Huffy with a banana seat. Sure, That was kind of hot to have yeah. when I was growing up. So that was one. And then we got this, <laughs> Um, you make your own ice rink. Now, by the way, I tell you how small I was, the fact that it really was like I think it would fit in this studio, no problem. But it was like and all it was was plastic with a metal barrier and yeah. you kind of put the plastic out on your lawn and then watered it and then you filled it and the water stayed within this metal barrier oh, I like and where froze this is going. And, yeah you know we would go out ice skate play hockey like and it had to be like the worst hockey ever one I couldn't play hockey i mean from new jersey who the heck plays hockey and at that time nobody really cared about hockey um but, yeah, I think those are the two that most stick out. We probably got a lot of use out of it. And I look back and I go, well, that's ridiculous and that's not exciting. But I think it was just, for me, the great part of Christmas was just that whole family, right? I don't yeah. know if you guys, how you. for me, everybody was always happy. I wasn't getting yelled at. I wasn't getting grounded because <laughs>
1: I was always in trouble. Hey, you know, it's funny. You mentioned a rock. My, my oldest brother got a piece of coal one year for Christmas because he was just, I don't know, he was just being a kid, you know. Um, and he still has that piece of coal, and he started geology. So <laughs> it made <laughs> him
0: important. <laughs> and who knows,
1: maybe today that coal is actually worth more. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But
0: anyway, so, Chef, I wanted to talk to you today about okay. Christmas preparations because at the end of the day, uh, and and to learn a little bit about what you did, but I'm going to tie it all into um, uh Christmas, really, is what I'd like to do. And so cooking Mm -hmm. growing up, has your has your Christmas traditions growing up changed sort of like from what your parents did with you for Christmas meal, say to the Christmas meal you prepare today, or do you do kind of, no, Kev, I kind of
1: I formulate everything about my
0: childhood and how that went. <laughs> That's a great
1: question. I got to tell you, my childhood was interesting from the standpoint that both of my brothers were born on Christmas two years apart. Oh Jesus! So yeah, so you got like nothing, and they got
0: everything, and they were special, and you were just well, like, "Oh, there's no, there's we, Mark." We had a system. <laughs> oh, we had okay. a system. Okay, and,
1: and this applies to my brother still. Um, we celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve, going to church and that whole thing, and then we celebrated their birthdays on Christmas Day, and then they also got a party at some point during December with their friends. Um, so Christmas was unusual in our home, and we knew that, and you know when you're a kid, and you know something's a little different, where you know like you grow up and you just assume everybody grows up like you, but I knew having two siblings, two brothers with with Christmas birthdays was pretty unique. So, our Christmas was very unique, so my brothers both have their own families and their own kids, and they 've kind of held that tradition with their families and their kids so Christmas on Christmas Eve, birthday on Christmas and it really works for the family now you know we um i don 't have my own children but my my partner does she has three children, and they 're all grown, so our Christmas traditions really revolve around. Our family when we can get them in one place. So we love Christmas from the standpoint that we're always making new traditions. Every year is different from the previous year, and I do enjoy that. So, I.
0: I, But what about like, chefing? I mean, again, the cooking. I mean, is it? Is it? do Do you? do you say, hey, you know, I do look, I I loved my parents cooking when I grew up and, yeah. you know, I, I fashioned myself after them or no, you've gone in a completely different a direction. Completely
1: different direction. I'll tell you why, because I worked in restaurants for 30 years um, and well, 25 years really. And then I've been teaching for many years as well. And I worked on Christmas uh, f- for a lot of those years um, or certainly on Christmas Eve and then the day after and maybe that day off was my one day off in six weeks. So I didn't really... Uh, love Christmas um, for the formative years of my life. I do now because I don't need to work on the holidays <laughs> like I used to. But uh, that kind of informs you when you're when you're one of those people that required to work on a holiday. Uh, it takes it takes uh, some of the sparkle out of that date. Um But that being said, when we do have family in town and we are doing Christmas holidays, um, what do I look for? What's my inspiration? And I got to tell you, I think like a chef. What I really think about is what are we going to eat not only today, but tomorrow, the next day, and all the way through New Year's. So I try to look at Christmas as kind of a a 10-day puzzle. Um, i don 't want to go grocery shopping during the holidays i don 't necessarily want to go grocery shopping between Christmas and new year 's so I try to really write my menu and do all of my cooking um, out of the refrigerator that I pack full of great stuff and I just try to be creative
0: so i 'm going to leave that
1: for people to think
0: about okay. because when I come back, I want to hear um really what 's on the menu this year yeah and Give people some tips. We did this at Thanksgiving. We did. Uh, how we can help them have a little less stressful um, uh, Christmas meal with their family. All right, because Lord great. knows it's crazy, right? It's so, crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll be right back, everybody. After word from Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, we'll be right back. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung. At Appliance Factory, Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory, unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30-60% to on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back to this dream house. We're here today with Chef Mark, who is our guest. Hopefully going to be making our holiday meal prep a whole lot easier and a whole lot less stressful. Uh, All right. Where do we want to start with this, Chef? Where Where do you start? I I almost want to jump to the menu, but I'm not sure that's the starting point. Well, you
1: were asking me about traditions, and my traditions might be a little uh, less traditional because of just the way my my family uh, is and my life is. But let's talk about tradition. And if you don't have traditions, it's never too late to start. So I just mentioned before the break, um, you you know, trying to get all your shopping and all your ducks in a row before the holidays so that you're kind of locked in. And what that means is writing a menu, right? So writing a menu is not just for restaurants. You can do it at home. And anytime I'm feeding people, I write a menu. So let's say you were coming over for dinner tonight. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make a steak and then I'm going to saute some mushrooms. Do you ask
0: me first if I like steak? Uh, by no, the way, I, you know I do. I do, but. so
1: I'm just making you steak. And so <laughs> but I, would you do that? Yeah. Would absolutely. you ask somebody like, Hey, Heck do yeah. you Okay. Yeah, what do you what do you like? Oh, you don't like steak? Oh, you're a pescatarian. Great. Uh, okay. uh, right do on. you prefer salmon or halibut? You know? And then
0: And do you let's say you don't know. Let's say you're doing a, 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 a you know, you got your whole family, whatever, and you're not make, sure what everybody... Do you make like, hey, I'm going to have a fish and I'm going to have a beef? Yep, or, absolutely. Or I'll yeah. have some veg. Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. I, assume, I assume a couple things. I assume somebody doesn't eat beef or red meat, so I usually try to have either chicken or fish. I assume somebody's going to be gluten-free. Um, so I try to make sure that I have items for them and I assume I'm going to have at least a, one person who's either vegetarian or prefers to eat in that manner. So right there, I know I'm going to need a couple of vegetable dishes, a couple of potato dishes or starches, um, you know, a couple of different kinds of proteins, um, you know, and then dessert, uh, I might go, Hey, let's, what can you bring? How about you bring dessert? You know? So, cause I'm not a very strong baker and Uh, So play to your strengths. If you don't love making, I don't know, salad, then ask everybody to bring salads, you know. But um, write a menu. And when you're writing that menu and you know people want to bring things, um, include that in the menu. And if Aunt Sue always brings her famous cranberry sauce, write that down, you know, and then you can take a look. And I find more often than not, people have more than enough food. I would even make the argument too much.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say. I, mm-hmm. I think I. We, first off, we we it's just me, my wife, and my boys. Usually yeah. for Christmas, just by the way, same thing for Thanksgiving. It's just what we yeah. do. We're together as a family. So, mm-hmm. however, even if it's just the four of us, I tend to. Well, I love the food, so yeah. I want. You know, I want leftovers, right? right?
1: Yes, um, but but part of that is informed by. I'm afraid of not making enough, so I'm going to triple, quadruple this recipe.
0: Well, especially when it comes to stuffing, as you know. It's uh, like one of yes, my favorite. Of Like I just yeah. like, oh my yeah. God. And then I, if I make enough stuffing, I can freeze it and have it on New Year's Day, right? which is also kind of interesting, right? Couldn't you, is that a good thing for people to do? Should Absolutely. they be thinking, hey, yeah, I'm making this big meal, and then you do have New Year's Day, and it might not be the
1: same thing, but some of it may be. Absolutely, and that's what I'm getting to. If you're making a big meal on Christmas, and the food is fresh and wholesome, and you do a good job of taking care of it, there's no reason why you couldn't be eating that either throughout the week. Or preserving some of it, you know, throwing something in the freezer for a day or two, and then pulling it back out. And you know, if you had prime rib on Christmas, uh, why not have prime rib sandwiches on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? You know, sure. Um, if you made mashed potatoes on Christmas, not why not have potato pancakes with those same potatoes a couple of days later. And that's part of that writing the menu. If I'm going to buy potatoes and I'm going to make potatoes three times that week, just buy potatoes for three different meals and, and prepare and, them three and, different ways. And
0: they should start this menu early, I'm assuming, right? You don't wait till Christmas Eve or I'm sorry. You don't even wait for like, you know, two days before Christmas, right? I Me and you've talked about this. That's what I do. You're
1: prepared, right? I'm prepared. I start thinking about it um, the day after Thanksgiving because wow. I'll tell you why. You're already in food mode. And you're inspired because you've you've seen what your family loved or didn't love or what, what they want bonkers over. Man, I never made that sweet potato dish before, and they loved it. So you know what? I'm going to make it again. Um, I didn't love the way my green beans come out, so I'm going to make them again, but I'm going to make them better with the notes I took on my Thanksgiving menu. Um, and then hold on to these things. So you pull them out year after year, whether you take a picture of it on your phone. I used to physically hold on to the piece of paper that really? I would. Must have been a pretty messy uh, piece of paper after oh, five yeah, years. Yeah, it was covered in grease <laughs> and gravy. salt and pepper yeah. and, and, you know, gravy. But I would hang on to it because this is what I would do in restaurants and um, pull it out the next year. And I'd look and be like, oh, man, the work is done. All I have to do is make some adjustments based on who's coming over or how much food I... I you know, sometimes I'll even put like, oh, man, I ran out of potatoes. Make more potatoes. I had three times as many green beans. Mm. No one touched them. I'm not even going to make that. Um, so, when And we, if you're following a recipe yeah. to your point, mm-hmm. because not everybody's a pro chef, chef, oh, man.
0: <laughs> I know that's hard to believe, yes. and I know you don't necessarily like measurements and things, Correct. but I think it would, wouldn't it also be advisable if you are following recipe to your point, and let's say it was stuffing for whatever, sure. and it came out, a little dry, you could say, Yeah, hey, next time on that same sheet where it Correct. said the the eggs or the bouillon the the, yeah, uh, the
1: chicken stock stock, add a little more, so it's right. not as dry and next two more year so of, of you because know, you'll forget right, you will forget, yes, yeah, so. Uh, that's that post-op. Um, do a post-op. Be honest with yourself. You know, not. It's not like oh, I made it, therefore it was good. Uh, that's a fool's errand. You know, uh, really be critical of your work and uh, um, and then make notes of that. And then hang on to all your recipes, all your notes. Staple it together. Put it with your recipes. Pull it out the next year, and you can do this for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Fourth of July, Easter any major holiday or any time you're having friends over um and then you have this year after year after year, you're building uh you're building a food tradition and you're taking the stress out of it because all you're doing is executing what you did last year. Plus, making it better. Yeah. But then
0: I was thinking, if you do that, you literally could do that, and again, and it's all just coming to me as we're chatting now. Right? You could prepare on Christmas Eve and take some of that for Christmas Day, and take some of that for New Year's Eve, depending on how organized you are. And my God, yeah. I would think initially, uh, a little stressful, depending on how far you do the, prepare the, in advance. The
1: first couple times you try this, it's going to hurt. You right. Know, um, if you if you're more of a, um. Get the recipes, double them, go to the store, buy every ingredient exactly the way it says in the recipe. Um, If you do that, to me, that's way more work than just going based off my notes and kind of trying to commit recipes to memory and really just focusing on, on the, uh, the technique. That's, that's how I cook. Um, and yeah, I look at recipes for inspiration. I'm like, Oh, you know, I'll look and be like, Hmm, I never thought about adding pomegranates and sprinkling on top of my roasted (laughs) butternut squash. Okay. That sounds delicious. Great. Um, but, uh, um, to your point though, let me get back to what you were just saying. You've created a food tradition. Yes. And it doesn't have to be fancy. No, not, it's really not at all. <laughs> you know, it, it, food traditions don't have to be. I'm going to slave in the kitchen for hours and hours and hours and weeks and weeks and weeks and days and days and days. It doesn't have to be that. And I have someone in my family who does this.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, if we were to recap all of this information, because there's sure. a ton, here's what I hear: prepare, plan, 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 plan ahead. Uh, do Plan as much advance. And, and don't be afraid to do as much as you can in advance as it relates to, hey, things do freeze. There's things you can for a gravy. gravy.
1: You could freeze right. gravy and make it and freeze it and make make double gravy at Thanksgiving even and triple a, triple gravy. Right? at because Thanksgiving you can do it, it.
0: Thanksgiving, Christmas, yep. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day New and New Year's. And New Year's Day almost right. right. So I hear cook as much as you can so that you're not stressed out then. And then I'm almost hearing you say, "Hey, you can change your main course, your beef, your or maybe you do like you yeah. said uh, 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 a prime rib. And now we're gonna we're gonna make warm prime rib sandwiches
1: on a date, right? So just condense it all yeah and 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 when you're building a tradition it doesn't have to be fancy and we talked about that and that's a great point and and one last thing i'd like to mention is there's nothing wrong with ordering from a restaurant um either going out to a restaurant or ordering food in and i've been asked the question well i feel i would feel guilty if i ate out on on christmas but i will say this if a restaurant is open on christmas they want to be busy
0: and the per- the people there right they especially servers and so on they're relying on um, chips on the re- relying so they on take business. the time yep out away from their family already
1: so it's you know what take care them of them. Be there. so yes it's an opportunity to take extra good care of the people who are serving you and your family but I know plenty of people who that's their tradition they go out to a Chinese restaurant or they go out to a steakhouse or they go out to their country club or whatever it is um, and if you're going to do that don't just make that part of your tradition and it's great. And then you know what, if it eliminates stress and you have a great time and that's how your family chooses to celebrate, then embrace it. Chef, how could our
0: listeners find out more information? Cause I know you're like, you are like, this social media guru, (laughs) TikTok and Twitter and uh, Facebook and big and most importantly, YouTube. How would they find
1: you on YouTube? Because they can find a lot of this information. Right. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is my name. It's Chef Mark Kalix. So M-A-R-K. And my last name is K-A-L-I-X. And uh, you're going to see my videos out there. I'm going to encourage you to find my Thanksgiving playlist um, because all of the things I talk about for Thanksgiving apply to any large holiday, whether it's christmas or thanksgiving or and you have Wednesday a lot of July. skill sets out there too which i love thank you yes yeah i'm i'm not the recipe guy i'm more of this is how it works in a professional restaurant and it could work for you and this is how you adapt it for home use um i'm also an appliance expert so my friends over at appliance factory i help them with videos and i do a lot of fun stuff there too so uh, if you're looking for a chef's perspective on maybe a new range or something uh, i encourage you to visit my youtube channel for that as well
0: Awesome. Thank you much, buddy. You're very welcome. And we got to get over to our special segment. Uh, you are the star of the show today. Oh, my gosh. It's time uh, for our 10-second tips from Chef Mark, sponsored by Appliance Factories Fine Lines, Denver's luxury retailer. The next time you're in Fine Lines, ask how you can qualify for an in-home cooking class for you and 10 of your closest friends with my co-host, Celebrity Chef Mark. Chef, are you ready? I mean, this is kind of a holiday episode okay. here, so I have got I a, ready. I have a holiday-related uh, question oh, for you. Oh, man. This sounds like a lot of pressure. Uh, and this... Well, this is. This is very important to families this time of the year. Okay, And so you're going to have 10 seconds because I know you're like um, best friends with that jolly happy uh, guy, Mr. Santa Claus. Mr. Claus and I go way back. And the big question that I have for you, I'm going to cut this, Kev. I think he's getting too big of an advantage on this question. So we're going to actually do this in Eight seconds. I'm taking two seconds, seconds from it. Yes, because uh, where's the challenge if it's just That's 20% less time? Because look, you're good friends. You know, you speak to them all the time. I do. And so you're, you're going to easily know this question. So you have eight seconds. And your eight second question is what does Santa Claus want to be left out? Out for him tonight uh, before the family goes to bed.
2: Oh, okay. Well, can, so, I, can I guess it? I can. <laughs> make it <in> five <laughs> okay. seconds. No, Kev. We're not cookies allowed to milk. use alcohol. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I was yeah, just going to yeah. say cookies and milk, and <laughs> that's like two seconds.
0: No it, it was, but you know what? That's kind of like yeah, that's faux pas. Like he's friends with him. Yeah. Now, oh, now, okay.
1: Santa okay. does enjoy an adult beverage from time to time, but not when <laughs> he's driving the sleigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very. Um, I'm going to need all eight seconds because it's very specific this year. Okay. okay. All right. All right, buddy. Go. He likes a lemon laCroix, no ice, pre-opened. So the uh oh. carbonation. Hold has- on, time out. Let we gotta stop this.
0: What in God's name? I don't even think our listeners even know what a lemon LaCroix is. You asked me
1: what Santa Claus wants. All right, this I got to go back.
0: reset the clock. It's ten seconds. Apparently, because this is going to be, we're going to need like some uh, voice interpreter to t- our language uh, interpreter to tell us what
1: this actually is. So, all right, okay. t- I'm going go to go back to the ten kick. seconds. All right, let's help the right, man out. All right, okay. Ten seconds. Here we go. Ready? Go. Lemon lacroix, no ice. Please pre-open that so some of the carbonation dissipates, and then a low-fat yogurt, plain, no flavor. 7.8. Okay, I'm trying. All right. Great job, Seth. <laughs> Chef. Chef, you. you did it. Thank all you. right. And, However, and, and welcome, I'm Mr. trying Pause. to figure
0: out what's worse when John Higgins said he bought his 10 and 12 year old <laughs> niece and nephew a Colorado mug or that menu for Santa because it's awful.
1: Awful! Don't, you know. You're getting you're getting
0: cold this year if well, you keep it up. I get cold every year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Well listen, uh we're gonna certainly talk to you before uh Christmas, so I won't wish you a Merry Christmas, but that does wrap up our Christmas episode. Uh thank you guys for uh chatting. Hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. And thank you everybody for tuning into this dream house on one oh four three the fan. We'll see you next Saturday morning, eight AM.